Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Simply Vegan podcast, brought to you by the team at Vegan Food and Living, the UK's best-selling vegan magazine and the UK's number one vegan content site. We're kicking off today's episode by discussing Molly's love of accidentally vegan cereal, how much we hate food shopping at weekends, and why I am currently sleeping on an air mattress. We then dive into the hot topic of hormones and how we navigate our monthly cycles with food, exercise or lack of, and chocolate. But we leave the sensible talk to the experts. So we're joined by Bailey Ruskus, also known as Chef Bay, who specializes in hormone health and is author of best-selling book, Cook, Heal, Go Vegan. Bailey shares the story of how her endometriosis symptoms went away after changing her diet and how her periods returned to normal and her skin cleared up. We discuss why dairy can play havoc with our hormones and how tofu can actually help, despite what many people think. We then go on to explore how cheese addicts can kick the habit, what cycle syncing means. And finally, we round off this episode by touching on male hormones and male health in general, quitting sugar and taking control during the perimenopause. Um, have, you, have you had your lunch yet? I've not had my lunch yet. No. I'm I'm going to go and make it. This week, I've just, I'm a little bit off the wagon a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I have just been back on the sauce on the drink <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the steak <laughs> on the, the steak. wagon I'm so back steak. on the steak yeah I've just been eating loads of meat imagine no that would no, be bad wouldn't happening. it uh I think that's I not been another... happening <laughs> Good. that's not been happening no I've just been I don't know I, I feel like I'm just going out more now and just socializing and yeah <laughs> drunk lots of negronis on the weekend oh well you did so well in january and you know yeah. it's about balance isn't it you're you're all right you're not sipping fine not sipping vodka with your shreddies in the morning or oh well, that sounds horrible <laughs> shreddies even vegan i don't know yeah i think so are they oh my god do you know what happened to um so me and my boyfriend were out last week and maybe the weekend before even and we were a bit tipsy and we were in Tesco and Nesquik cereal. Did you ever have Nesquik cereal? Nesquik cereal? No. Is that milkshake? Nesquik is the, yeah, the brand that does the milkshakes. Um, but they have a cereal and it's like um, like little chocolate rocks and they kind of taste a bit like Wheatos, but right. they're not Wheatos. Oh my God. And we were just so excited and we were like, I bet they're not vegan. I bet they're not vegan. They're bloody vegan. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> I'm such a cereal fiend. It's so bad. I literally could eat cereal for dessert. Big old bowl, freezing cold milk. Oh, Get me in yeah. There. I I used to be like that. I'm not anymore. Maybe you grow out of it. You're still a kid. Oh, I'm still a child. I'm still seven years old. <laughs> it's like when you said, oh, yeah, you know, chicken nuggets for your lunch. I was like. I know. I'm still, I'm still so embarrassed about that. <laughs> 
<laughs> Doesn't everyone have chicken nuggets for their lunch? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Nice, <laughs> easy. I've just had a, a like a leftover portion of um, bean chili, but you know when you Ooh. you know when you portion it out and you're like, is there enough for three portions to put in the fridge? Or yeah. Two. So you do two massive ones, and then you're like, oh, I know. Oh. That's what I've got to do in my lunch break. I've got to make. I'm going to do sweet and sour tofu and then do enough portions for the remaining of the week. Because I was meant to do it on Sunday, but I didn't do it on Sunday because I'm lazy. Because you were hungover. Yes, that's it. (laughs) Oh, I've been watching this guy called, um, oh, what's his name? Ah, Christopher Hall. But um, instead of an I in Chris, it's an X. Christopher Dot Hall, but he does like um, look him up. He's quite camp, and he does these like, "I'm your cat." Um, uh, what? <laughs> I, I can't explain it. You have to watch it. It keeps coming up on my Facebook. But he does these like, you know, I'm like point of view. I'm your cat doing this, that, that, or the other. And then he does like, oh, days- I think I saw this person the other day. Didn't he do one where it was like, um. I'm your mum or whatever when your mum's cleaning and she's asking and you ask her for help and she's like, No, I'm fine, don't worry. I I'm the only one that does the bloody cleaning this house anyway, so I might as well carry on. Just like really passive aggressive. I feel like I have actually seen this person. Yes, yeah. And has he got uh, glasses? No. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> There's probably loads of them doing these mean yeah. things. But he's um yeah, he does uh days of the week. So he's okay. got like a, a chalkboard around his neck saying like Sunday and he's dressed in a tracksuit bottom. Yeah. And then he's doing one where um, he's got a chalkboard around his neck saying Monday and he's like wearing a suit. And he's like, <laughs> and then it's like basically like the days of the week talking to each other. It's very hard to explain. I, I It's not funny. Oh, no, no, no. One. I have I have seen this one and it and is he, funny. I can't so, confirm it is funny. Yeah. So... <laughs> I'm totally ruining it. But yeah, Monday, <laughs> Monday is there talking to Sunday going, look, if you could just do it a bit more, then, you know, it, <laughs> everyone's always like, leave it to Monday, leave it to Monday. And then, you know, it's just really stressful for me because I have to deal with everything. <laughs> and Sunday's like, I know, but I just get all anxious and worried. And then I just don't do anything at all. And I thought, oh, that's so true. You're like, Sunday oh, scaries. They are the real thing. Sunday yeah. scaries. It's horrible. Is that what the kids it. are calling it? Sunday scaries. Yeah, I'm going to steal what the that. The kids are calling it. It yeah. is because I, it's true. Yeah, you just get that anxiety, don't you? And you're like, okay, let's take control. If I do yeah. the food prep and I don't know, iron the school uniforms. Obviously, you don't have to deal with that. Uh, make <laughs> I don't know, make the pat lunches, tidy up, blah blah blah. Then Monday will be so much easier. But yeah, and then, then you're like, well, it's my weekend. Yeah, doing the food shop. I don't want to go to Tesco on a bloody Saturday and have to. (laughs) There is actually nothing worse than going to Tesco on the weekend because it genuinely makes me sad. Like I'll be there with my boyfriend and we'll be halfway through and I'm like, right, I need to go. I've had enough now. There's kids singing. There's just like, just parents arguing. No one's in a good mood. And I I don't want to be here anymore. I'm 60 quid down. Oh my God, literally listening to you then transported me back to being in, um, which is the one by Ikea in Bristol? Is it Eastville? It's a yeah, massive Eastgate. one. Eastgate, yeah, it's huge yeah. and it is so busy and you're just That's like, That's the one go. I go to. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hell. Absolute hell. <laughs> it's horrible. It is horrible. I hate doing the weekly shop, but I hate doing online shopping as well. I think, especially with vegan food as well, if they've not got the like the food or whatever they do the swaps sometimes it's like but I didn't want that swap why have you given me like I don't know olives instead of olive oil or like, <laughs> this this isn't the same thing I didn't want this no no it's I think yeah even if you even if you're not vegan it's really annoying isn't it or yeah. you select you select the product thinking, oh, that's a good, that's a bargain. And it arrives and it's literally tiny. like It's like a little peanut bag. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've done it yummy. before and I've like got one potato or something. I'm like, yeah. oh, I thought it was a bag. <laughs> it's really, I, I wish I was on it, but I can't. I need to be there in person. I need, need to, to touch the things. Yeah. I need yeah. to examine it for myself. My brother-in-law, he ordered... Um, like cans of coconut milk and they didn't have cans of coconut milk so they just sent him Alpro coconut milk 
Oh, no. <laughs> it's not Which, the same. Essentially, it's coconut milk, but it's not because it's just liquid. Yeah, I don't actually like, know the, the difference between like canned coconut milk yeah, and but, coconut milk. Well, cans usually have the cream of coconut Sort of is that what it is? It's obviously more processed, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. I um I am not quite with it because I ordered a new bed in October. And Did they called... send you a little bed from Tesco? Instead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, they sent me a little doll's house bed, which I've been yeah. sleeping on for four months. <laughs> No, it's still not arrived. And I am so tired. We're literally now sleeping on a blow-up mattress. And it's <gasps> not funny. No. Yeah, because I thought not it was going to... Not blow-up mattress. I know, babes. I know. Even when I'm camping, that's not enjoyable. Let alone, like, on a normal day in the middle of winter. In, in a... <laughs> I know. Well, when the German student arrives, who's lovely, by the way, um, she, when she arrived, it was either, like, we borrow a bed which was going to be loads of hassle to transport it. Oh, we just stuck our king-size bed in the spare room. Job done. And oh, we... you get, you're you such a good person. I'm You've handed over idiot. your king-size bed and you're nice even on a boat. You're mental. <laughs> I would not be doing that. <laughs> I know. But I was like, I think it's coming any day. I think it's coming any day. And now it's like, it's not here. And we've, no. we've been on a blow-up bed for like four nights. The first two, I was like, oh, it's quite cozy. I quite like it. No, <laughs> I don't like it anymore. The awful. novelty is worn off. It's awful. <laughs> I oh. just hate it because it just slowly overnight, like the air just seeps out of it. And then you wake <laughs> up basically just on the floor in <laughs> like four o'clock in the morning. And yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And if you're camping, it's all like cold and damp, isn't it? And you're just oh. like, oh. <laughs> Literally got PTSD thinking of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me too, actually. Although we have upgraded our blow up mattresses over the years to, uh, we just seem to spend more and more. I mean, they're so bad for the environment. Why am I they still bad. buying them? But well, what else? To be fair, when me and, uh, me and Cherry went to Shambhala um, in the summer, we forgot. We were such bad campers. It was kind of embarrassing. It was like, no, there was like, I don't know. We just stuck up like a sore thumb. Obviously didn't know what we were doing. Put up the tent. That was fine. But then we got in the tent. I was just like, I've not brought any pajamas. I've not got a, I've not got like um, the mat that you sleep on. Not got a, um, I do, I've not got a blow up bed. What? I didn't bring any warm clothes. Oh, Molly, that's oh that's so it was funny awful. i had oh. to wear the same clothes like not the same clothes it was boiling to be fair but when it came in to like the night i was just wearing the just clothes literally that i've been wearing for the last five days <laughs> like they could stand up and walk by the end of the weekend it was disgusting just lying there in your sequins like yeah i'm comfy yeah. <laughs> and i'm and i'm warm <laughs> i really yeah. am no. the first time i went camping like early 2000s um I didn't take a pillow and it's you're just thinking about everything else aren't you and we had nothing we didn't have a kettle it was just literally like all you're thinking about is the tent yeah and like I don't know you're too but that in itself is like such a big thing to carry like unless you have a wagon of things that you don't just there's things it's just like well I've not got space for that I've not how am I going to carry all that so you just leave it but it is things that you need yeah, this is becoming a camping podcast now. I know. <laughs> it's supposed to be talking about hormone health, which we, we will Don't... get on to in a minute. I feel like we should do a special where Holly and Molly go camping, wild camping, oh. and live off the land. Oh, God. It'd be awful. I'd literally, I don't think I would cope three hours. <laughs> really don't think I would be able to I mean, do it. what would we eat? Berries? Not even berries, though, because I'd be scared. Just like, oh, can we actually eat those berries? Can we read a book on foraging before we go? Yeah, because okay. then we might be all right. Could we take photos of the things that we can eat on our phones? But what if our phones run out of battery? We've not got Wi-Fi. Oh God, no, we're screwed. Yeah. Let's not see. Let's That's not do that. Let's just stay home. Let's stay home. I want to stay home. I'll yeah, take it back. <laughs> no, I think what happens is, as an older person than you, every year, so you go to a festival and you're like, God, we need xyz so the yeah. next year you buy xyz and you're like oh it's so much better with this 
but Mm -hmm. we could still do with this. And then every year you buy more camping shit until you have a double garage full. (laughs) Is this you? (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, oh, I just love the freedom of camping. But now we have to like hire a massive van to put all the camping stuff in to go. It's ridiculous. That is amazing. And I feel like that is the only way that I'd be able to do (laughs) camping now. Yeah. We've we've got a um a coffee table, Stop a we I've got a chest of drawers. I mean, I'm making it sound they're not they're not like pine or anything. They're like <laughs> chest of drawers. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, the chest of drawers and camping um coffee table are my sister's, and I did laugh at her when she told me about them. But then I borrowed them and I'm like, game changer. Now in the tent, we've got a little table in the middle that we can all, I can do my makeup on it. We can play a game of cards. You need it. So the more. (laughs) I'm I'm not concerned about the the table. I'm concerned about the chest of drawers. (laughs) Chest of drawers isn't a chest. It's like a camping zip up thing with like where you can put your clothes. So you're not living out of a suitcase. So again, makes total sense. My, but my friends who we go with, why are we talking about camping? It's February. I'm really enjoying this. Cheering me up. It is. Um, it's it's reminding me of spring days to come. Yes. My friend, they have a bell tent. She takes, no. um, what does she take? She takes uh, bar- wicker baskets for shoes. Um, she takes a full, honestly, it's hilarious, um, she has bedside tables as in proper no. wooden <laughs> bedside tables and I love it I know I love it so much it is proper glamping and I go in their tent and I'm like I hate you because ours it's is like, like a... I've probably stayed in hotels that aren't as nice as that yeah yeah it is so <laughs> nice and she's so like OCD she makes it just look beautiful and you're like oh my god Tom I want a bell tent and I want proper <laughs> bedside tables and <laughs> don't want my shit chest of drawers no i want it to look like i'm camping <sighs> anyway we just totally went off topic didn't we but i um... love that though love that. <laughs> we have cheered ourselves up we were feeling a little bit blue earlier weren't we i don't know why i think it's that time of year there's not enough it's just sun. gone a bit shit lately isn't it sorry i'm just swearing yeah. all the time as well the the weather is not great at the moment as we all know but that's fine we're here to cheer you all up with yeah. camping, <laughs> camping stories well we, we were going to talk about hormone health because um the interview today is with bailey ruckus who specializes in um sort of hormones on a plant-based diet and she offers like a, a coaching course i think or like a i think yeah something you can uh, like a course you can sign up to yeah yeah um and she's, yeah, she's brilliant. So um, definitely stick around for the interview. But I, d- I don't know about you. I mean, are you like someone who's governed by their hormones or are you just like normal? <laughs> I don't know. I feel when we say like governed by, do you mean like sort of? So I am really governed by my hormones. I am like up and down with my cycle. So if I'm ovulating, right, <laughs> getting a bit personal here. I am like superwoman. I'm like, I can do it all. Yeah. Everything's freaking amazing. I look amazing. I feel amazing. I've got all the energy. They even say that your face goes more, goes more symmetrical when you're ovulating. I mean, how on earth does that happen? To make people want to have babies with you. I know. (laughs) But how? What, What is my face doing? Is it moving? Like... I actually, I I really agree with this, to be fair. I am, um, you don't think about it as much. You just kind of think it's just like, oh, I'm just coming up to my period or whatever. And mm. like, I'm just naturally going to feel a bit shit. But there are like stages throughout the month where I'm just like, yeah, wow, I literally can do anything I want. Like, I'm so active. I can wake up at half, half six, seven yeah. o'clock in the morning. I can do a full 45 minute workout. I can eat whatever I, not whatever I want. I can eat healthy choices and not crave all of this other things yeah. and now it's a week before my period and I've just gone self-sabotage mode yeah yeah I want I want to drink wine I want to not do anything I got out of bed today at quarter to nine 
Oh, bless you. <laughs> How bad is that? Well, it's good that you're working at home. You can just crawl to your desk and that is that is the, the benefits. I feel like that maybe has something to do with it, to be honest, but I'm not gonna change that because I I like the, to have the option of staying in bed until quarter to nine if I feel like it. Exactly. That's um, yeah. But you don't really I think with things like that, it is just a case of well, you've just got to kind of deal with it. Like this is this is what happens. But I didn't realize that there are foods that can help balance your hormones and kind of not make the like peaks and plateaus so apparent yeah. like, throughout the month. Yeah. What do, what have you found then? What have you discovered? <laughs> what have I found? Because <laughs> I need to know look. this. I am on a website called Nutrition for Change. Nutrition for let, um, num- letter, number. What am I trying to say? <laughs> Let me say that again. Nutritionforchange.com. Um, and their article is called Top 10 Foods to Restore Horm- Hormone Balance. Um, and the top sort of point is, I'm not going to be able to say this food. Cruciferous. 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 There we go. Part of the brassica family. So foods like rocket, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, cauliflower, those like really leafy green foods, uh, radishes as well, um, bok choy, did I just say that? Um, and apparently this can, um, so it says when cut, chewed or cooked, a phytochemical known as idol 3 carb which I have no idea what that is, is produced. Idol 3 carbonyl promotes liver function, which is important for hormone balance, where our waste products and spent hormones are cleared out. Do you know what spent hormones are? Ew, like they're done with. Yeah, I think, I assume that's what it is and where perhaps our bodies store them and then it's just kind of like, we've just got all of these excess hormones hanging about which is mad that is it honestly it fascinates me like how our bodies work I just can't get my head around it I really can't it's it's just mad it is mad isn't it and I always get like when like with contraception and stuff like that especially for women um when you have like the pill or injection and coil or whatever like you're just adding so many additional hormones to your body and there's already so much going on already isn't there yeah so no wonder you're literally just like your brain's just Loopy. if you are just constantly taking these things it's just like i'm don't know where i am right now yeah like, i'm they... here one minute i'm somewhere else the next <laughs> like it's bizarre when i was on the pill i literally was so depressed and i was like a young like 17 I think I was yeah um uh, and I was just like this is too much I shouldn't be feeling this at 17 no you know? no it's I, I'm the same I mean they seem to work for some people I've got friends yeah who, of course who are on the coil and they'll have the coil and they're like it's amazing I never get a period and, and then I'm like no I need to know yeah where I'm that at. scares me that scares me I have got the coil but it's like the non-hormonal uh, okay. I can't say hormo- hormonal hormonal oh. coil um oh. and that like is fine by me because okay. no babies and I am no kind of okay yeah kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you're perfect <laughs> thanks thank you thing is it's not just food is it it's everything else and um Bailey does talk about this actually like how you know you get like you've just said pre-period you're literally like craving all the wrong things you've got no energy yeah. so you're not going to be jumping out of bed at 6 a.m to do a workout yeah you're literally crawling out of bed at quarter to nine and, and all, the, all the things you know that will help you such as you know not drinking and getting a good drinking loads sleep, of water eating healthy foods exercising you're yeah. not doing because your body's like nope go into hibernation do don't yeah. talk to anyone it's- you right now you need some chocolate i reckon for breakfast yeah. <laughs> that'll do it i'll tell you what though chatting to you like already just half an hour chatting to you has really lifted my mood yeah I know it's and, bizarre isn't it I yes. think because we kind of we are quite isolated in our jobs so we don't really talk to people other than like through email and that is a whole sort of like that can just you can get the wrong, wrong tone of voice for some yeah. people just like, oh my god this person hates me I'm shit at my job <laughs> this, this, this. Yeah. so like actually hearing like human you know 
yeah. voices and emotions and stuff like that that is just like an instant boost it is and like seeing friends as well I think that's never on the list of sort of things that will help yeah exactly feeling, you know a bit low because of hormones or because of whatever and and actually it should be because yeah it does really make you feel a lot better yeah um, just like going my favorite thing is like going to my friend's house on like a weekday cooking a meal and just kind of watching a bit of telly like that is literally my favorite thing to do because there's no oh, alcohol involved man. like we're just cooking a nice healthy meal we're laughing like yeah. just there's like natural sort of serotonin boosting things serotonin boosting things love that <laughs> <laughs> love those guys <laughs> i that's, do yeah that's scientific term <laughs> <We> need... <laughs> serotonin boosting things okay, we need we need more of those right now i mean did you have some sun on sunday where you were because it was lovely down here i did yeah but i got a better 12 oh bless you <laughs> i think that's probably another reason why i'm just so tired as well it's just kind of a bit of a long weekend and yeah not, I didn't get that that sun we did go we did go out though we did manage to get um a couple of hours outside it was beautiful yeah it was literally like a spring day it was that. uh, that's what that's what I find difficult with spring in the UK is it's like it's like winter winter oh yeah. it's warm it's spring and then you get your hopes up and then the next day it's winter it's grey. <laughs> and you're like, what? I was getting my flip-flops out. <laughs> I know. And I think we talk about it so much on this podcast because we both get so affected by, like, it's literally like seasonal depression is so real. Like, yeah. not getting that sunlight and not being able to go outside. Because when it is grey and cold, it's like, why would I go outside? I have tried to, like, push myself to go for more walks and stuff on my break, but when it's like this I'm just like well why why would I do that I know it's hard um yeah <laughs> let's have a little nap let's I, have oh a... can we have a little nap, nap time now <laughs> like at nursery oh I'd love that a little siesta amazing we that's um, what we need we're actually recording on pancake day aren't we are you gonna do pancakes oh. tonight I was I was gonna bring it up. I wasn't sure whether we were allowed because the days yeah. are different. Am I gonna do pancakes? Of course I'm gonna do pancakes. Do some fancy ones, aren't you? Oh, so I was saying I basically have pancakes every Saturday. If I don't have pancakes on a Saturday, I it's not the weekend. Like what? I need I know. I need to have pancakes every single weekend. I have oat pancakes with protein powder, um, like a blueberry sort of jammy coolie kind of thing or just boiled blueberries in a little saucepan of water with agave and lemon um, pour that on top with a little bit of Greek yogurt oh yum yeah oh. well <laughs> I mean I just google easy vegan pancake recipe once a year <laughs> but I think so I think pancake day calls for crepes not fluffy pancakes I am like old school I want lemon sugar crepes on pancake day that is what I want that is what I crave yeah just a really thin kind of floppy a bit soggy almost yeah see I, I I'm them. not I'm not a fan I'll have a savory crepe but yeah, my my daughter was not happy when I did. Um, they're like the fluffy, because like I said, I Google easy vegan pancakes, and it's always a BBC one that comes up. It's like yeah. three three or four ingredients, like yeah. flour, milk, bicarb, baking um, powder, baking one powder, of, yeah, and vanilla essence or something. And they are more like American fluffy yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Proper doughy. Yeah, but she wanted the really thin, like batter pancakes yeah I, I do love those loads of sugar maybe not so much sugar today but a bit of sugar some lemon yeah. delish yeah. or strawberries and freshly whipped cream oh, oh that sounds nice yeah I like I like spinach my my sister said <laughs> why is it Holly that you have to take fun things and make them <laughs> so depressingly healthy because I was like oh no. I don't really <laughs> like pancakes I like um spinach crepes with like creamy mushrooms and she was just like oh god what is wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> that does actually sound quite nice though I think maybe like if you put um some spinach with uh you know the squeaky bean um pastrami or like mm. parma hat not par I don't think you do a parma hat but that kind of like yeah the cured meat things that they do if you have spinach that and maybe some melted cheese that and you kind of good fold it up 
that would be yeah. really nice I think yeah I might do those yeah <laughs> do that babe <laughs> I hope everyone enjoys Pancake Day. Um, but tonight, Thursday, the 23rd of February at yes. 7 p.m., we have our live podcast over on Patreon. Uh, please do come over and join us. We really, really want more of you to join us. It's simply um, patreon.com forward slash simply vegan. And you can sign up. It's just two pounds a month. Two little pounds. You won't even know it's coming. Two out. little pounds. Two little, <laughs> two little pounds. You don't need them. Uh, we need to beat we need to beat women's running they've got hundreds, <laughs> hundreds of patrons and we've got to beat them so um please please go and uh, sign up and join us it'll be so much fun and uh, you can watch molly and i talking rubbish and then um ask us any questions yeah and things like that so yeah and obviously we will touch on veganism i promise anyway next up it's bailey ruckus have a listen. She's a fountain of knowledge about hormones and men's hormones as well, which is really interesting. We were sent a really exciting product this week, which we've been trying in our dishes over the past few days. It's called Yondu Vegetable Umami, and it's a vegan, Korean, all-purpose season sauce. And it's gluten-free, organic, non-GMO and clean label. Yondu vegetable umami is made from organic soybeans, yeast extract and simmered broth of savoury vegetables like white radish, cabbage, leek, Mm. shiitake and garlic. Yum. This slow fermentation technique is the key to developing its deep flavour. And apparently it's become a favourite with celebrity chefs, home cooks, Michelin star restaurant chefs and even MasterChef finalists. What did you cook with yours, Molly? Uh, so I cooked up a delicious mushroom risotto using yondu vegetable umami. It's the perfect broth replacement and brings out the natural umami flavour in mushrooms. You can find the recipe on their website. Delicious. I've been putting it in everything. I did a jackfruit chilli with um, mm. one teaspoon in. I added it to my scrambled tofu the other day. And I even combined it with chilli and garlic to make a sauce for a stir fry, which was really nice. You can even make salad dressings with it. You just mix a bit with olive oil and lemon juice to make a vinaigrette. It's such a good store cupboard staple, isn't it? Yes. Um, There's loads more inspiration for umami-rich vegan recipes over on their social media channels, including Instagram, which is at yondu.uk and TikTok, which is at yondu underscore uk yondu vegetable umami can be purchased on amazon for 7.99 for 275 mils and a little really does go a long way for today's interview we're joined by chef bailey or chef bay um, who's an author and chef and host of the plant remedy podcast welcome to simply vegan podcast uh bailey how are you Hi, I'm doing so good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. We were just saying, weren't we? We've been playing sort of like, you know, going backwards and forwards, trying to uh, trying to get together. And we're finally chatting, so it's great. Um, so tell us about your journey. How did you become a plant-based chef? I mean, becoming a plant-based chef just kind of happened, but like becoming a chef has always been my thing. I started working in kitchens when I was 11. So I chose to go work in my mom's friend's pastry kitchen instead of going to summer camp one summer. And I just like absolutely fell in love. I was getting paid. I was making cannolis. Like I was learning. Um, Even though I was like, you know, I was 11. So I was doing a lot of groundwork. I still just thought it was just so magical and so much fun. And so I kind of did that every summer until high school where then I started managing my own bakery or like managing a bakery. And I would literally wake up at three, three, four in the morning and then I would work and then I would go to high school, which was just so crazy. All my peers thought I was out of my life. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I just liked the freedom of it. I liked having my own money, you know, like I just liked having that independence. And I also wasn't super into school. So I wasn't a good student. I was like very distracted and like, it just, you know, like traditional school wasn't really for me. And I always knew I would go to culinary school and culinary school kind of like takes anybody because we're kind of like the, um, the black sheep of society, I would say. So. (laughs) Oh, definitely not. I mean, you're creating all this amazing food for us. So (laughs) that's true. That's true. It definitely takes like a special person to cook for a living because it's a very, um, it's an intense job, you know, it's an intense career to choose. 
And you don't really have, especially in the beginning, depending on like which way you go, you don't really have like weekends, you don't have holidays, you don't have your nights, um, especially working in restaurants. So you don't really have a lot of freedom. So it definitely takes someone who's really kind of like into that hustle lifestyle. Um, so yeah, and that was me at the time. I was just like a go-getter when it came to to work. I just loved it. And so I went to culinary school right out of high school. I went to the Cordon Bleu in San Francisco and basically just like hit the ground running from there. Um, and this whole time I was experiencing chronic pain through endometriosis. And so after, I don't know, let's say like six or seven years, I ended up going plant-based because of my endometriosis. And I had literally tried everything else. You know, I was a French trained chef. I loved cheese. Um, my grandfather was a butcher and a chef as well. And like, you know, I'm Polish. My grandparents are Polish immigrants. So I was very like into like the meat culture at the time. And so like the idea of going vegan just seemed really bizarre to me. Like, why would I ever do that? And once I did end up going vegan, I just felt so much better. I was able to get off all my meds. I was able to have normal periods and like, it was just crazy all the things that happened. And then I started really started connecting the dots of like how my suffering was really connected to the suffering that a lot of the animals are going through. And a lot of the meat that I was eating, I call it petrified meat. It was petrified meat. It's, you know, full of antibiotics. It's full of just not good energy at the end of the day. And so now I'm really vegan, of course, for my health, but for the animals mm-hmm. and for the earth as well. Wow. I mean, I've got so many questions. <laughs> Such a good story. I mean, first of all, it gives hope to any, you know, young people listening. I, you know, my yeah. daughter um really struggled in her last year of high school um with anxiety. And yeah. um, you know, she she hasn't sort of done her GCSEs or anything. So it's you know, anyone listening that's kind of not not fitting into that kind of you know, standard you've got to do this, you've got to do maths, mm-hmm. you've got to do English, you've got to do history, you know, um, it just goes to show, doesn't it, that we can't all be sort of funneled through the same system and we're all good at different things. Yeah, totally. I feel like the best and most successful entrepreneurs I know were like the most rebellious in yeah. high school, you know, because yeah. I feel like that system is kind of trying to like pump out a lot of people who are like going to college and like kind of buying into the system. And I think entrepreneurs in general are like, I'm not into the system. I'm yeah. going to do things my own way, which is really looked down on. You know, if you're mm. kind of like, like, I'm just going to go back to the black sheep kind of analogy. If you're the black sheep in, you know, in high school or whatever, people are going to, you know, you're the problem child at the parent teacher conferences yeah. for yeah. sure. <laughs> but then, you know, you become this great success. I'm, yeah. I, I'm really interested um, in what you, and I know a lot of people will be. Um, in what you were saying about going plant-based and all your symptoms of endometriosis going away. I mean, yeah. is there a proven link or, you know, what what is it about meat and dairy and, and fish and eggs that might cause or, or aggravate endometriosis? Yeah. So I think like specifically I'll, I'll touch on dairy because dairy is just so packed with estrogen. Um, and you know, I think it's interesting because a lot of times, especially in like the diet kind of space, there's a lot of fear around tofu having estrogen in it, Mm. but it really has phytoestrogen. So if anything, it actually can really help our menstrual cycles. Whereas dairy actually literally has estrogen in it and it's so damaging to our menstrual cycles. Um, dairy can cause higher risks of breast cancer, prostate cancer, ovarian cancer, um, and you know, little other side effects that I was having that I didn't really think about, like my skin, like I had super bad acne all over my body. And like, I didn't really think about the correlation to dairy and that. Um, and so, you know, dairy for me was something, a really big thing to get rid of when it came to you know, going vegan, it was really hard for me because dairy's in everything. Like it's literally everywhere. It's in all pastries and croissants and there's milk powder and crackers, you know, it's like really hard to get away from. Um, but yeah, getting rid of all that excess estrogen and all those hormones out of my diet was like so, so beneficial. And then when it comes to meat, like there's just so much saturated fat inside of meat. And not only that, when you're eating more plants, so 
I like to look at it as like when you're eating meat, it's a very calorie dense food. So you're getting really full off of predominantly calories from meat products. Mm-hmm. So dairy, I call liquid meat because it's like kind of the same category. Yeah. Um, but when you're eating plant foods, when you're eating raw plant foods, it actually absorbs excess estrogen. And what they're finding is all this excess estrogen is causing problems like PCOS and endometriosis and ovarian cancer and irregular periods and bloating and all of these things. And so when you're eating all of this abundance of plants, you're actually able to like absorb that estrogen and balance your hormones and you're getting full on the plants and there's plenty of protein in plants. So you're kind of like getting away from getting full on those, the calories from eating meat. Mm. Yeah. I definitely noticed my skin cleared up when I went vegan. Yeah. Definitely. It's crazy. I was I like, oh, hey. I know. <laughs> and you just want to tell everybody, my best friend um, has struggles with her skin and um, always asks me for skincare advice. And I just keep saying, give up the dairy. And she's like, oh, but but cheese. And it's like, I yeah, know. but you want good skin. So you have to sacrifice something. <laughs> it's true. And it's so hard because I like have so much compassion for people like that because Cheese is actually physically addicting. Like it triggers the same thing in your brain. Um, like if you take an opiate, so it's very addicting. Like it literally makes you high. And so that's why when people eat like a vegan cheese, they're like, oh, it's not the same. And it's because mm. you're literally not having the same chemical reaction in your brain. So you're yeah. not, it doesn't have that like instant kind of gratification, that reward system. But I will say, once you give it up, you stop craving that reward system yeah. and vegan cheese starts to taste like cheese. Yeah. And the nut cheeses, the, the like, I don't know whether you yeah. have lots of that over there, but we've got quite a lot of sort of artisan yeah. um, sort of companies, small companies that make um, sort of nut cheeses now. And they're amazing. Yeah. So, and it's like so cool how creative, like all these companies are being with their dairy-free products. I think yeah. it's come a long way in the last even like five years. Yeah. Um, so like going to even just dairy-free now is just a totally different experience than it was when I went vegan five years ago. Yeah, definitely. So what what um, plant-based foods in particular would you recommend sort of packing into your diet? Like I, I always feel, obviously I've been, I'm vegan and have been for like five years, but for me personally, if I don't eat well, like in the few weeks before my period, I yeah. really notice the difference. Totally. So it's so funny. I actually have a total free training on cycle syncing your food. Um, so I can give you the link. We can put it in the show notes if people want to watch it. Okay. But yeah. it's a, it's essentially like syncing the nutrients that you need for specific times of your cycle. So like when you're ovulating specifically, like there's so much estrogen pumping through your body. So you want to eat as many raw fruits and vegetables as you possibly can because it absorbs all that estrogen. Or like when you're first off your period, your body is so depleted of nutrients because like all of it is coming out of you, you know? So (laughs) you really, it's just like, you know, you're letting it all go. So so you really want to like, you know, get lots of plant protein, get lots of iron. And actually it's really, this is a really great time to focus on your gut health too. So like, it's a great time to eat sauerkraut and fermented foods because you're really able to kind of like support your body when it really needs it the most. And your body's just going to like soak it all up and love it. And then right before your period, you kind of have to have the same mindset of like, okay, I'm about to get super, super depleted on my period. I'm going to get tired. I'm going to have low energy. Like you already kind of know. And so although we have all these cravings for like sugar and carbs, I am like the carb freaking queen before my period. Like all I want is carbs. So I try to kind of like channel that carb craving to like craving sweet potatoes or going for a more healthier carb. And then also like lentils and garbanzo beans and things like that, that have iron and have protein and these things that we really need so that our body doesn't feel so depleted. Because a lot of times when we're going through our menstrual cycle, when we are on our period, we're so tired because our body's running on empty, right? Especially if we're like working a lot, we're drinking a lot of caffeine, we're not eating before we're drinking coffee. Like there's so many like little tweaks that we can make every single day that can really just make such a big difference. And it might not help one month, 
but it will help in three months. You know what I mean? It will take a little bit of time for your body to kind of regulate on a new cycle. But like we have women, I have a program called the period liberation protocol. And we have women inside of there who have lost their period for 10 years, who have gotten it back just from cycle syncing, like who have been able to heal super well from endometriosis surgery. Like it's amazing how what happens when you sync what you're eating with your menstrual cycle, because you finally feel like you're kind of like part of nature. You know, you've yeah. kind of gotten out of this like rat race and you're like, okay, like I'm just like in flow with with the cycles. And it's pretty cool once you start to get into it. That is very cool. I'm gonna give that a go. Cause yeah, yeah. when you know, when you're sort of due your periods, you do just want to eat rubbish, don't you? <laughs> yeah. If you kind of give in to that, then it's almost like, oh, you know, I've kind of gone down this road now and oh God, I feel terrible. And it all just sort of spirals and you're like yeah, <laughs> Yeah, it's a hard train to hop off of. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it is. But yeah, I'm definitely going to give that a go. Do men come to you for advice then? I mean, do, do men, you know, do men have port hormone changes? Yeah, so like men go through a 24 hour hormone cycle. Um, and it's actually interesting because I think for men, what we, what I really try to focus on for my male clients is really like heart health, cholesterol, blood pressure. I think it's more of like a longevity game for men. Whereas women were really focused on month by month or kind of like how we're feeling now. Cause our, our symptoms are just so crazy. We're all over the place, you know, yeah. and men are all over the place from morning to night. So like they kind of get like this nice reset every single day, which is like, <laughs> of course they do. They always yeah. have like the one up on us, you know, yeah. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, but yeah, no, I think for my male clients and all of my followers who are guys, um, I do have like a predominantly female audience, but the best actually like results I've had with my in-person clients, I've been a private chef for like 12 years is really focusing on longevity. So we're really focusing on like, how can we take care of you to get rid of these genetic They're, I would say they're like kind of genetic. I think they're more like traditional kind of diseases that we have. So like pre-diabetes or um, heart disease or high blood pressure or cholesterol, because a lot of times these things are just kind of passed down from generation to generation, not because of our genetics, but because of our culture and because Mm -hmm. of like what we're used to eating. And so for men, I think it's really important for them to realize that like you have a lot more control over like what's going to happen to you than you think. Like my dad's a perfect example. My dad went on high blood pressure medication when he was 40, just because his mom died of diabetes and heart disease and his dad too. And, you know, like I said before, they were Polish immigrants. My grandpa was a chef. Like my grandma was eating pierogies and sausages like every day. Like there's nothing (laughs) healthy about that, you know? And so my dad was on, you know, the heart, heart, uh, high blood pressure medication since the time he was 40. And he didn't even have, have high blood pressure. But because of that, you know, it's made it so incredibly hard for him to get off. He's 66 now. And we've had to switch doctors multiple times because I keep getting frustrated. I'm like, no, like you have to find a doctor that believes in diet as much as they believe in medication. And I think that's a huge red flag that I always try to talk about for men is like, if you have high blood pressure, high cholesterol specifically, and your doctor does not give you any recourse for your diet, you have to find a new doctor because they're just like not up to date on the current science of like what's really causing heart disease. And it's crazy because heart disease in the United States killed kills as many people per day as COVID was killing during peak COVID and no one bats an eye. It's like 1400 people per day are dying of heart disease, which is a totally like manageable thing. Like if we, we could really manage that if we really yeah. had like a big recourse. Um, so yeah, for men, that's like always what I'm trying to just like bring home is like, you have so much more control and like, don't get caught up in this rhetoric that like real men eat meat because mm-hmm. that is a, mindset that was literally created by the meat and dairy industry to get you to want to buy more meat and dairy. So yeah. It's all so messed up, isn't it? Like you say, you go to the doctors and it's the same here with the NHS, you know, there's very little training. Uh, We've had, we have had a lot of um, uh, members of the plant-based health professionals on the podcast before. I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, I think they might be in the U S as well, but they, you know, they're sort of really championing, um, you know, plant-based health nutrition training in for yeah. doctors and health professionals. Um, because there's just so little. I think, you know, they said maybe it's like a day or something out of yeah. four years of training. 
And we're there just giving out all these pills. Someone says, you know, they've got this problem. Okay, have a pill for it. Oh, well, it's giving me this side effect. Have another pill for that side effect. Right. And by the time you get to 60, you're on like sort of five, six, seven tablets a day for all these different things. Oh my gosh. Like, what are we I doing? Know. <laughs> I know. I was, it's, it's so crazy because I think about both of my grandmothers. Like my one grandmother died of, my mom's mom died of ovarian cancer and my dad's mom died of diabetes and heart disease. And like, I remember being at like young, a child and watching them take all these pills, like their pill boxes were so yeah. big. <laughs> And I was just like, oh my God, is this what happens when you get old? Like, this is crazy. And the thing that's crazier about it is like, they had blind trust in the medical system. Yeah. Like blind trust. And now I'm like, so happy that I can like influence my parents because, you know, my, both my grandparents or my dad's parents died, like when they were younger than he is now. And I think that's like really sobering for him to realize, like, see, like you do have control over this stuff. Yeah, this is it. So your book, Cook, Heal, Go Vegan, it's all um, it's all sugar-free recipes. Is that right? So it's actually refined sugar-free. Refined so, sugar-free. Yeah. So it's essentially like kind of the blueprint of food that I use to kind of like go vegan and transition my classic cooking to vegan cooking and also help myself through my endometriosis journey. And I found that like getting rid of refined sugar, refined carbohydrates, um, essentially just anything that's going to inflame you is really kind of what I did. And so, yeah, it's totally plant-based. It's like 95% gluten-free. If I, if there's gluten in it, I use spelt flour because spelt is just like the best, the best flour. I love it. It's like so (laughs) packed with nutrients and it makes a really good bread too. Um, and yeah, everything's refined sugar-free. So how can, those of us who are addicted to who are addicted to refined sugar kick the habit what what would you you know what tips would you give to to someone trying to wean themselves off yeah totally so i think there's so much you can do um you really want to think about like added sugar that you're getting so first off replace any white sugar because a lot of times white sugar is actually not even vegan you know when you look at like the process of how they process it oh, um Yeah. So, but other than that, if you replace all your white sugar, let's say with coconut sugar or date sugar, um, you're still going to get that, that like, I mean, it's still sugar. So it's still going to like give you that that vibe, you know? So you just really want to replace it. So in the morning, and I think another really big thing, I think what gets people so hooked on sugar is their coffee because it's not like coffee that's bad. It's what we're putting inside of our coffee. And a lot of times, like just like the creamers, even the vegan creamers have have so much sugar in them. It's like so crazy. Or um, like if you go to Starbucks or your local cafe, like you're getting a bunch of pumps of like a vanilla simple syrup in there or whatever, you're really starting your day off with just like such a sugar high to where of course you're going to crash and you're going to want more sugar after. So it's, it's, I think the most important thing to do is to start your day off without that sugar rush because you're really going to crave it less. So like, let's say you want to have that like nice little spike of energy, have like a fruit smoothie or have like a fruit bowl with granola in it that you make yourself with like maple syrup or something, because then you're able to control how much sugar that you're having. And you're also having protein with it, right? Cause there's tons of protein in oats. If you have nuts in your granola and your body can metabolize it a lot better. And then you're not going to feel so like crappy yeah. <laughs> two hours later, you know? <laughs> yeah. I suppose if you start off without it, cause otherwise you're just going to be up and then down and then <clears throat> need more exactly. and then down. <laughs> exactly. And Oh, sorry. I was just going to say like a, like late night sugar cravings are always a thing, especially if you're about to start your period. What I've been doing is I've, um, I snack on fruit at night. And if I want like something a little sweeter, I'll like melt dark chocolate and like drizzle it on top of the fruit. And that like, cr- like satisfies all the cravings. Cause yeah. you know, that late night PMSing yeah. sugar craving is super real. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds nice. Drizzled chocolate. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, tell us about your podcast then. So you've had some amazing yeah. guests on there. Who have been some of your favorites? Um, 
Let's see. Like I had Michael Greger on the show. I saw that. I was so jealous. I was like, oh my God, how did you get him on? (laughs) I literally have no idea, to be honest. Like I had a podcast manager at the time and she booked him and he literally was like, his assistant was like, he'll give you 30 minutes, no less, no more, like not a minute more. So I was like, (laughs) pressure's on. And it was actually during um, my book launch. So we were on a book tour. I was in Chicago at the time. And it was like my first time being on live TV the same day. So I like was on live TV and it was actually so funny because I went on live TV to like demo a recipe from my cookbook and the blender didn't work oh, no. on live TV. Oh, no. It didn't work. And I'm like, I'm like shaking the blender. Like it was so embarrassing. And I was like, oh my God, what a nightmare. So then I end that experience and I have to go right to the hotel room to like you know interview Michael Greger. And I was like, I hope this goes better than this live yeah. TV interview. <laughs> But it was great. That sounds like a really stressful day. (laughs) Yeah, it was. I was like, I flew all the way to Chicago to have a blender break. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, it is what it is. You got to do what you can. But yeah, Michael Greger was so awesome. That was like a big career highlight for me, just being able to talk to him. And um, I also had like Dr. Joel Furman on and he's really amazing too. He's written like seven New York Times bestselling books. Like I've had like just incredible doctors in general on the podcast. Um, the gut health MD, Dr. Will Bolshewicz was also on the show and he came on the show like early when I did not know what I was doing as a podcast host. I don't know why he came on the show. Like he was promoting his book, but still like I was such a little baby, like, yeah, I know like that I, feeling. You know, it's like, really? You want to talk to me? This is awesome. Has <laughs> there been so a he, mistake? <laughs> no, I know. So great. And then um, let's see two more. Uh, Carly Bodrug from Plant You. Right. She's amazing. And yeah, watching her career take off has just been so awesome over the last couple of years. Like when I first met her, she had like 400,000 followers and now she's got like over 5 million across wow. TikTok and Instagram. It's crazy. Like she just blew up and I, she's such an inspiration to me. I just like love her so much. And then I just booked um, Darren Olin on the show. Amazing. Yeah. So that's going to be awesome. It's it's such a great job, isn't it? Even though it is quite so nerve wracking, it's like yeah. you just, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I'm really not in the right mood for sort of being all like bubbly and chatty. But as soon as you start <laughs> talking to people, yeah. because you've got this connection of having a passion for whether it's you know the animal welfare or yeah, you know, health and nutrition, and it's like, wow, yes, you know, <laughs> do this, yeah, <laughs> totally, you vibe out, and it's so cool because like I've met some really great like industry friends through podcasting because you just really connect and you know, you can be yourself, you're vulnerable a little bit. So like when everyone's in like a more vulnerable kind of open space, I think it's like the best place to network. That's what I'm always telling people. I'm like, if you want to up your career, start a podcast because everyone Uh, loves to talk about themselves. And like, it's such a great (laughs) way to you know make connections. Yeah. Oh, well, everyone must go and listen to the plant remedy podcast, especially the Michael Greger episode. I need to have a listen to that later, actually. Um, And also check out your book, Cook, heal, go vegan. (laughs) Cook, heal, go vegan. There you go. There's me showing my vulnerable side because I keep forgetting the title of it. It's terrible. (laughs) It's so nice to chat to you, Bailey. And um, yeah, you've got loads of recipes on your website as well, haven't you? Yeah, we've got like hundreds and hundreds of free recipes on the website. We also do cooking classes over on Instagram on the subscriber feed. So it's only like five bucks a month and we do monthly cooking classes and you can get ad free recipes over there as well. And then like I mentioned before, I do have a free training called Cycle Syncing for Cycle Healing, which is kind of like a little intro to my course, the Period Liberation Protocol. And that is free on my website as well. So you can just go and check out the training um, if you suffer with painful periods or endometriosis or even like menopause symptoms it all kind of like goes into the same funnel brilliant I definitely need some of that I'm sort of 44 now so I'm somewhere in between all the yeah (laughs) I don't know what's going on this is like the crucial time this is like the time to like take control of your hormones before they take control of you literally (laughs) (laughs) oh thank you so much it's been lovely chatting to you thank you appreciate it I really enjoyed chatting to Bailey. She's such a nice person. Uh, What did you think of today's episode? Let us know. What do you want to see more of on your favourite vegan podcast? You can email us simplyvegan at anthem.co.uk or you can connect with us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash simplyvegan and join from just £2 a month. We've got a lovely vegan community growing there. 
uh, video content of our interviews. We've got free downloads and access to live podcasts. And don't forget, you can also subscribe to Vegan Food and Living magazine, which I edit. Just visit veganfoodandliving.com forward slash podcast to try an issue for just 99p. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.